Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Direct. Hard-hitting. No holds barred. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Flanders fields, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place, and in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. There's uh, Federal Minister Christian Freeland in Flanders Fields earlier today in Ottawa for the uh, National Remembrance Day ceremony. Uh, Earlier today, we spoke with uh, Major Mark Campbell, who lost both his legs in Afghanistan, and the battles that um, our newest, youngest veterans are fighting with the federal government at a time when they should not be having to confront their own government, but it's going on. But they're on the, uh, really on the upside of Remembrance Day, there are stories now about a poll of millennials. Increasingly, millennials are attending the um, Remembrance Day ceremonies. I think it has to do with partly with the fact that their own generation is fighting and their own generation is experiencing casualties and, and they're seeing stories and hearing stories about their own generation, in war. I did notice, though, and it was, it was disturbing, I uh, yesterday particularly made it a point to look to see how many people I saw in several areas in southern Ontario who were actually wearing poppies, and it was well less than half. Might have been just a fact of where I was, but I was in several different locations and tried to observe could have been any number of things, but it was it was disappointing to see as few people as I saw wearing poppies. Now, on the upside, there are people like Michael Schiavo, a teacher at uh, Ancaster Meadows School in the Hamilton area in Ontario. And Mike has for years celebrated and recognized Remembrance Day and held special Remembrance Day services in the schools for all of the students. And I always get a, a great deal of pleasure speaking to Mike about what he's done on uh, a given year. And he joins us 
now on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mike, uh, good to speak with you again. And hi, Roy, and I want to thank all the veterans out there and those presently serving for the Canadian Forces on this special day. How are the kids, when, when, if I were to talk to your school kids today about Remembrance Day, what do you think their response would be? Actually, Roy, I'm glad you asked. I got an email this morning from one of my former students, and if I may, I'll read it to you, and this is how she remembers uh, the days or the services. Hi, Mr. Lowe. I remember how much Remembrance Day meant to you. I think you held an assembly yesterday, too, because knowing you, you probably did it. It is incredible how much respect you give this day, and honestly, you deserve an award for it. Least we forget, all the best, your former grade 8 student, Shayla. Wow. And that was unsolicited. That just came in your email box. Just came in this morning from one of my former students. And how old? Do you have any idea how old she'd be now? She'd be grade 9. I taught her last year in grade okay. 8, so she'd be uh, first year grade 9. So you had, and I know this from past years, you've had a tremendous impact on the students. It begins with the grade 1s? It starts in the morning yesterday. We do the uh, JK to grade 3 assembly, a little more geared toward the primary students. A couple of our primary teachers do it. Uh, they do that right after opening announcements before the first recess. And there's a good Snoopy video, Snoopy Goes to Flanders Fields. We show that. Uh, they recite Flanders Fields. They do a little poem. And uh, they showed the video yesterday, A Pittance of Time. Oh, they did? Yep. For the grades for the JK to grade three. Yeah. Oh, I remember I used to speak with, uh, and I'm, yeah, of course, yeah. having a mental moment here, a blank moment. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, this guy was the guy in the shopping oh, bookmark. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been on the show many times. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those great songs that captures the essence of the two minutes of silence That's right. That's on right. November the 11th. What happened then later in the and morning then, as you go through the yeah, day? After the first recess, I'll uh, have the grades four to eight come down to the gym. And we do my assembly. I start off with uh, my introduction, why we should remember. So in the weeks preceding to Remembrance Day, I speak to administration. We will do the service on Remembrance Day or in this year, on the day before. Not a problem. We'll break it up. We have a big student population. We have one geared more or less to the primary students, so one geared to the junior intermediates. So the students come down, very respectfully, all wearing poppies. The uh, Dundas Legion supplies us with the poppies. Uh, we give a generous donation to the Legion, and they all come in wearing their poppies proud. Um, I'll begin my speech, and I did uh, speak about Vimy Ridge and Passchendaele and the 75 years of Dieppe, which saw so many from uh, our city lose their lives. And we did have um, yesterday... One of our uh, teacher's stepson, member of the uh, Argyle and uh, Sutherlands, came in and helped us with uh, the service. So that, after we do uh, my speech, we'll have one of my students read in Flanders Fields. Mm -hmm. Then I show a video, Highway of Heroes, talking about those uh, who lost their lives coming home along the Highway of Heroes. And then my class picked a series of poems suitable for Remembrance Day, and we had uh, nine of my members of my grade 7-8 split read Remembrance Day poems to the class or to the, to the student body. And, Roy, if you were there, you've got, a you've got about a couple hundred kids in the gym, grades 4 to 8. You could hear a pin drop. Isn't that amazing? And that's how much they respect. And I had one, student, I had one supply teacher say to me, grade 6, Mr. Loschavel, there was a girl in my class who told her class, now, Mr. Loschavel takes this day very seriously, 
and we should all listen and cooperate. And that was a grade six student to her fellow peers, and the supply teacher overheard that. Well, you know, uh, you probably remember, Mike, uh, years ago, I started a tradition at 900CHML that continues now with the Bill Kelly, yep. who's hosting uh, the program I used to host uh, for 17 years. And, and it started by Remembrance Day came around, and, 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 it, and it was we had our two minutes of silence, and we talked a bit about Remembrance Day, but I thought we needed to do more. Yep. And so just for the rest of the country, we decided that we would broadcast on Remembrance Day from the Cenotaph downtown. And we do the full three hours from 9 to noon, and we carry the full 11th hour ceremony mm-hmm. on air. And what I would see is, and the school boards uh, sent yeah. children, yeah. Uh, a thousand students from each board, as I recall, they yeah. came in on school buses, and the kids would start to mingle. And they always found themselves, you'd see the kids mingling with the veterans, and they'd be standing talking with one another. And then when the 11th hour ceremony began, and the two minutes of silence, I can't tell you how many times I saw little kids, maybe 8, 9, 10, 11 years of age, holding the hands of a veteran mm-hmm. while the two, as the two minutes of silence uh, went silently by. It was, they were so respectful, and it was, it was a joining of the generations, and you could just see the kids were keenly interested. There was another time when a teacher brought a class over, and they'd as a class project written a poem about Remembrance Day. And we had them, uh, she wanted to know if the kids could recite it on air before the ceremony. And they did. And they did this. Kids would do it. You know, they did it in in a rhyming sort of lyrical way. After the ceremony, the teacher came back and she said, the students would like to recite the poem again. Is that all right? I said, sure. Mike, the emotion in the voices of those children... Mm -hmm. Bring tears to your eyes. And, and the way they read the poems yesterday made me very proud as a veteran teacher. I was very proud of my, uh, my students when they read the poem. And one even read a poem called An Honored Son, which is a very deep poem. You received a letter from a student, didn't you? Did you not that you can share with us? Yeah, I just I just read it a few minutes ago. I'll, I'll read it again. Was there was there a, a different letter that you received? I have I have no. I have one letter here from one of my former former grade nine former grade eight students. I read yeah. it a few minutes ago, and I had the students do Roy. Um, we talked about Passchendaele, mm-hmm. and we talked about uh, the conditions that they fought in, mm-hmm. and I had them put themselves in the shoes of soldiers, seventeen, eighteen years old in the trenches, and what would you write to a loved one at home? Wow. And I have two in front of me, one from a perspective of a nurse and one from a young man in the trenches. All right, so these are your students writing letters as though they were in the trenches of Passchendaele, writing a letter back home to their family in Canada. Yep. Would you read them to us? Sure. Okay, straight from from the trenches. Hello, Mother. I am currently fighting at Passchendaele, and the conditions are quite harsh. There are no trees, which makes no place to hide. Is also very muddy. We have mud up to our waist. The land is very flat and has made many cr- and has many craters made from previous fighting. The craters are filled with water from heavy rains and shell fire. Tomorrow we will attack and try to capture Passchendaele itself. I love you and I hope I can come back home. Love, John. Oh my! How old? Uh, this would be one of my grade seven students. Wow! And here's. A perspective from one of my another student. Now she takes the pro, she takes from a nurse. Mm-hmm. Dear mom, I miss you terribly. I want to come home, but it's all too hard right now. We are terribly short on nurses, and hundreds of weeping wounded men are coming to me every minute. 
I wish I could tell you when it could come home, but no one knows how long this war will go on for. The trenches are becoming deeper and muddier by the day and scarier each day. I want to come home, Mom. I do every time. But right now, here is where I'm helping out to help these wounded men in sorrow. I love you more than any, any time. Love, Brooklyn. Makes you want to. It makes you choke up. It does. It really does. I could hear it in your voice, and I was yes. choking up too. And these are my seven and eight students. And oh, we talked about my, my, my. And the conditions we spoke about. I mean, in my speech, I said, you know, Vimy Ridge was the time that, for many historians, say that Canada came of age. Yes. Yes. And they will carry what you have done and what you do annually. They will carry it with them through life. Yep. And you know what? And to receive that letter this morning, and I'll read it one more time. Hi, Mr. Lowe. I remember how much Remembrance Day meant to you. I think you held an assembly yesterday, too, because knowing you, you probably did it. It is incredible how much respect you give this day, and honestly, you deserve a award for it. Least we forget your former student, Shayla. How many years have you been doing this, Mike? At Ancaster Meadow, 12. This is my 12th year there. And why do you do it? It's important to thank all the veterans, all those ser- uh, serving present the Canadian forces, that we can walk in this free country, and we can walk out, and we can do what we want, worship, play sports, and all that had a price. You go back to the First World War, Second World War, Korea, Afghanistan, all that they've done for us, all our freedom, is we owe them so much. You make a very passionate and very coherent case for teaching history in all of our schools across Canada. Oh, yeah. Canada's history. Remembrance Day, most definitely. All of the battles and, and, the, and the sacrifices made by our generations, mm-hmm. definitely. But there's an argument to be made as well, Mike, for teaching Canada's history to Canada's kids. Have you ever had any pushback from anyone, uh, from trustees nope. or the school board, nope. for what you do? I follow the curriculum. Like I said, we've talked about residential schools. Earlier on this week, we saw a play in Burlington called Fatty Legs, dealing with residential schools. I brought down 40 students for that, and you preface it, and that's part of the graded curriculum about residential schools. And we talked about the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and what happened in those schools. And, and then, we, we, you know, we just go through the curriculum, and we spoke about, you know, for Remembrance Day, about writing. You know, like you heard those letters, and that's part of the curriculum. They wrote letters, so, you know, you know we, we incorporate all we can. If I had a child in uh, those years in school, I'd be considering myself very fortunate if Mr. Luciavo were their teacher. Many do come back, and like I said, it's uh, nice to see them all come back to see me and had one come back down, uh, went to see me last spring, uh, married, brought the baby to see me. I ha- taught her many, many years ago. And out of the blue, she uh, knocked on the door, and she says, I says, come on in. Thank you, Mike, for sharing it with us. Roy, and thanks for all that you do, and again, thank you for this opportunity, and uh, I'll be doing this for a few more years at least. Well, if if I'm still doing this next year, (laughs) (laughs) we'll be talking again next year. For a few more years. Again, thanks, Roy, and again, thanks to all the veterans and those serving in the forces right now. Yes, sir. Michael Luciavo is a teacher at Ancaster Meadows School, elementary school, in the Hamilton area of Ontario. We're back in a minute.